Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, you are now locked in to episode 8. The Thanks for Trying podcast, season two, series two, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I am Corin, aka The Last Skeptic. And on this episode, I have two very good pals of mine TV presenter, DJ, host of the Love Island podcast, Ariel Free, and an old friend of mine, one of the sickest rappers in the country, Awate. If you've been enjoying season two so far for the past eight weeks, damn, please make sure you go onto iTunes, do all of that stuff, leave me a nice review, give me a good five stars, tell your friends, and hit me up with your under the patio suggestions. Big up. Okay, so thanks for trying podcast, season two, episode eight, yeah. Ariel and Awate. We're here. Welcome. Thank you Double for A's. being here. Double A's. Like the batteries. Um, just, in case <laughs> just you like, didn't get that. Just like the batteries, yo. Um, <laughs> in case you didn't get that. Just reference. in case. Just in case you didn't get it. We got this. Um, and we were talking because I don't, you know, I, I like I like when people are talking about shit that I want to know about also. And you were just bringing that knowledge about the, the about the non-high street brands, about the... Um, fast fashion, they call fast it. Fast fashion. I, I want to know what you were saying because I was ignoring it. I didn't want to ruin it for the podcast, but tell me what you were saying It's about just it. a really dark world. All these like e-commerce brands that are really, really cheap. So like really... Um, like not idolized, but really coveted by a younger kind of fashion-led crowd. Yeah. Because they can afford it. The reason it's so cheap is because it's made in like really unethical factories. Mm-hmm. They've not been audited. Yeah. And then also these companies are so rich that they fly their product in. So most product that you get into the UK is shipped over yeah. in like containers. It takes about two, three months delivery time. Because um, these guys want to be like the first to like get that catwalk look off or the first to copy mm. this and the first to copy that. It isn't about having a t-shirt that you can wear once. It's such crap quality that you chuck it away and it just ends up in landfill. Yeah. The second biggest damage to our um, planet after plastic yeah. is fashion. Oh, it's ridiculous. I'm really conscious of it now because I feel like yeah. where we should stop be like stop using plastic. I think yeah. we should be buying quality pieces of clothing that yeah, will definitely. last longer. I've got my favorite pair of biker boots mm. I've had for about 20 years. Mm. I get them rehealed. They look banging still. Like, I mean, I just think, but I'm not going to say I don't yeah. buy the occasional dress. I do love a good sequin, which is not the best for the environment. But and I, I heard about stuff. glitter as well. You can get biodegradable glitter. It's really <gasps> easy to okay. make eco-friendly glitter. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyone who goes I'm to a festival, sorry. listen to this now. It is so easy so to make. what's it made out of then? It's made of plant so. extract. Oh, is it? Sick. It's made out of scales. And so, Iwata, you like, you like glitter. Aww. I feel like you look great with some glitter on you. 
I probably would, but I just don't like having it in everything. Yeah, the fish scale thing, that yeah. was a reference to the the original Lincoln Futura. No, it's no. Like the paint job of the car. So to, oh. get, to get the candy look, they actually put crushed up fish scales really? in, in the paint. Neil Varnish is crushed up beetles. Really? Yeah, it's like the... Um, I always thought that's what Smarties were. Like, and that's uh, why I never had... Never oh, really? Yeah, it is. It's cochineal. It's made from beetles. And that's yeah. what they make the red food dye with. If you, if you ever see cochineal on a, pack, on a packet, it's beetles. I don't even know how it's spelt. Is that a K? Is I think C. Koch. C-O-C-H. Yeah. I knew I was going to have to spell it You know what else uses fish scales? Beer. That's why a lot of vegans can't drink beer. Guinness, Guinness is filtered through. Not just Guinness, like is loads of fish? beer brands. Because basically, you know how you get a cloudy cider, like yeah. a scrumpy? That is what beer should look like. Best, you've got but the best accent in the world. They, it's just they basically, like, they, they, they um, filter beer mm. through fish scales. So it takes out that cloudiness so it looks nice and, like, ambery and clear and bubbly. Yeah. But actually, naturally, it should be cloudy. So loads of beers are not vegan friendly. But I don't wow. understand. So they how do they put... How do they get a bunch of fish scales and put it in a put it in a bag? Like who's who's, who's taking off these fish scales, man? I'd, the humanity. I don't know if they must be dead. There's fish scales. You know, you go for a wee swim in the no, sea. But there's like you see the occasional fish scales. Like a cod. Like there's loads of different uses for a cod. I was thinking about this right. the other day because I okay. take uh, I take gelatin free. Right, uh, cod, liver cod liver oil. Liver oil. Yeah. What? Ge- cod liver oil has gelatin in it? Well, like they're always in capsules that are like, mm. or you have to drink it. And I was drinking it for a few months yeah, like, with like orange flavouring and it was just like, no, I still mm. think about, I just think this is from the liver of yeah, a cod. Yeah. Every time I drank it, I literally would think, this is from the liver of a cod. <laughs> yeah, it's um, weird, yeah. So anyway, but um, yeah, I was thinking, oh, wow, how many fish are just used for the, for the liver? But then all the cods that, people eat mm. the flesh of mm. I'm guessing they move the liver the, you know, set like the livers awesome. aside and then the people who need the scales yeah. for cars and stuff uh, in for the 50s the yeah, yeah. use the scales for that do you know what I mean it's like sheep it's like five different uses it's the same with mm. beef though as well so like you know when everyone thinks if they're buying vegan shoes are generally mm. plastic which yeah. is really bad for the environment mm. as we all know and um, it's actually more ethical for you to buy leather boots or leather shoes because mm. they're a byproduct of the food industry yeah. and, and they're not like ripped off them back to one. I'm not saying it's like the best option, but actually it's more damaging to produce a plastic boot in a yeah. factory to the environment and pollution and whatever than it is just sense. having leather, which also biodegrades because it's a natural product and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I could be here for you. No, this is great. I wasn't, excited, I wasn't thinking about coming on and talking about fashion. This is, can I, can this I is add great. on the fashion point? Um, you look very fashionable, by the way. You are. Uh, you're a very you fashionable. Rock, thank rock you. in such a good yeah. like, thank like you. a strong I'm, purple. Great. What I am is not, but I'm really. I think I'm getting a lot better at whenever I need to be seen. Right. Just making good. sure, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like film, isn't it? Like you don't need to as long as you can make the two feet behind everyone look like it is a film or mm-hmm. you just put like mm-hmm. a black screen behind there, you can make them look like they're by the Eiffel Tower or whatever. Yeah. It's just about smoke optics. And mirrors. Yeah, smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. It's the same it's like contouring and beards are all doing <laughs> they're both doing exactly the same thing. This it's all psychology so and geometrics and all of this contouring stuff. Contouring and beards. It's all the same it's the same facial Mate. hair and yeah, that's it's all the same fucking podcast. That's fucking genius yeah well that's, but my, it's that's so my, true my, my, listen, Look, this is why this. i grew this back i've got the beard back a lot yeah. of people are rejoicing about it yeah. i don't know how i feel about it but i'm growing it back i haven't had it for two years some people are speaking to me again now they would they stopped speaking to me when i got rid of the yeah, beard. I, didn't, I didn't really like you that much when you didn't have the beard 
It's what, weird. What I don't like what, what is it? Does it, keep, does it actually keep you warm? No, not at all. It gives me something to comb when I'm bored. <laughs> uh, it gives me something to cream daily. So it's like an activity. <laughs> it gives me something like topiary. I can go with tiny little scissors that I've got and just be like, yeah, bro, I'll I'll I'm do doing this. Because do I ain't got hair, so that I need something to do. No, I I so it's funny you friendly. say that. I've got a scouse ma and when I was brought up, she was like, never trust a man with a beard or a moustache. He's always got something to hide. Was it something against communists? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That, that's why a lot of people were just like for, for 70s and yeah. 80s and 90s, 2000s, thing. it was just communists. Basically. No, I think... Like Jeremy Corbyn and that yeah, was... Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Like, and like certain rappers. Rick Ross, like notable because he had a beard I in the mid-2000s. Wait, maybe you're right. <laughs> think about it. I can't it. think of another... Everyone's clean-shaven. Freeway. Freeway, yeah, because he's Muslim. Oh, yeah, yeah. True. And has a beard. Okay, it wasn't point. notable because Listeners he was Muslim. Listeners, write in Not and let, let us know <laughs> what rappers had I'm a beard. You. What rappers had beards? Pre-2002. Uh, Does Craig Man, David count? Method Man, but it was... But, <laughs> but it, it was, was so shaped. It was just... Method Man was at number yeah, one. Yeah, that doesn't count. Do you know count. what I mean? I'm that convinced that Craig David's is actually just a tattoo. I think so. And I guarantee you that Eminem's is facial plugs. Eminem's doesn't look right. It's not real. It doesn't look right. These are just being like discriminatory, discriminate, I discriminate. I'm just not being very nice people who have ginger beards. He is rocking that ginger beard. Mine's kind of ginger. Yours is like auburn. Yeah. That is like the, like if you want like a good red hair color, auburn is the one. Appreciate that. Copper is a bit more like a carrot top. Everyone thinks you've got a laser bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Auburn is, Auburn's distinct. Like I could, I could wield a sword. That's what it looks like. Um, Viking, but, style. <laughs> Viking style. Um, but there's a little bit of grey in there too now, which okay. I'm not I'm not mad at. I don't mind. I'm okay with that. But no, Eminem is fully it's fully plugs. That is not real. He didn't have any facial hair. He couldn't grow any any hair anywhere. I used to be a big Eminem fan and when I was younger I used to like ask my mates like why doesn't he have any armpit hair you know when he's got the fucking dungarees on and he's like there waving around i was like am i weird why have i got you know when you're a kid and you're like i'm trying to think what you look like in like the slim shady days now i'm just going to show you a picture or something oh you're going to do an eminem this is really good for like a podcast when you show something visual no because no because everyone everyone (laughs) because they listen to it on a mobile device that probably okay so show me a picture of something all right and i'll I'll do my best check out elon musk's hair Oh, wait, show me Elon, a picture of Elon Musk. He got NASA. That doesn't surprise oh, me. He got NASA wow. to he just sort NASA. out his entire hairline. So basically, there's uh, an old photo of him with a, a receding hairline and a new photo of him with a beautiful Wayne Rooney style. No, not oh, even it's Wayne better than Wayne Rooney. Give him credit. <laughs> he, he, look, he looks like Tom Cruise. He looks like Tom Cruise. Cruise. He's got Tom Cruise hair. Like James Bond vibes. He's got um, Josh Hartnett hair. So right? I love that. Josh Hartnett. That's such a good reference. Well, he was like my fave. Yeah. Why do people? What, what, what was he actually? Was he from? No, he wasn't from American Pie. He no. wasn't from Dude, Where's My Car? No. What was he from? Girl Pearl Affleck. Harbor with, with, um, with Ben Ben Affleck. Every girl in every school so loved him. But yes. What was he in? Not still, still. No I just told ever. you Pearl Harbor. What Pearl else? Harbor. He like saves the day in that show. But was he? The, he was the lead in a film, right? I didn't in do like, like I know he did last summer or something like that. Ah, uh, no. Brittany the only Murphy, thing, oh, no, the Brittany? only person that starred in that was Jennifer Love Hewitt. Who? Hey. That's it. That's what I when I was at school, people said I looked like her, and I was so happy. Her you in the hero so video. Happy. Yeah, I mean, I never had bibs like that. Like, I'm literally two pairs of on an ironing board even now. Like, bibs like that would be amazing. But I'm quite, I'm at peace with my flat chest now. But back then, when you're in high school, that's all you want. Gen- Jennifer Love hair. Hewitt. Like, it it wasn't just about the tits. She was like. 
I, there was something about her. Did just because she I looked like Brittany she Love was, Murphy. Did I just put love? In yeah, yeah. You just meant, you just put, also name. rest in peace. And also, eight mile. rest in peace. Yeah. And that's eight the mile. connection back to Eminem, who's definitely wow. got facial plugs. This is what I'm saying. Can you actually get plugs in your face? Yes, though? look, Michael Jackson look, had them. Did you see? Did you see Elon Musk's hair? Yeah, but not his face. Like his face. Unlike yeah, Elon can. Musk, who has like off, often has like quarterly reports and like <laughs> and like <laughs> like he goes on a stage and oh. all that kind of stuff. Eminem <laughs> goes away. For like two, three, four to, years to rehab. No, and then no one sees him, and plug, he comes out of a new album. Well, if clinic. they can, if you can get change it, change it. You know, face. He can afford it. Face plug. Of course, he can. Eminem so would pre- afford previous it listeners, and- listeners to this season will know that I have a deep, uh, deeply entrenched fear of Elon Musk. So I like I to find him because I've bizarre. mentioned it previously, and I can't. I think he's definitely going to kill us all at one day. He looks like a supervillain and it frightens the fuck out yeah, of me. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. I only learned... I only heard the name Elon Musk about a year ago. And I just said... It was like a group of friends. I was like, who's Elon Musk? And everyone was like, oh, how do you not know who he is? Oh my God, he's amazing. And I was like, who is he? And no one could actually quite explain to me who he was. What does he do? So basically... He was a, t- a teenager. I think he had some. He was some a money. teenager. He had some money. He was a teenager. He was a he was a really smart developer mm. and like some sort of programmer or something. He knew about computers early because he had a computer, right? Um, and and he had some links. Uh, Tell us what's that. T- so Tesla, he, yeah, that's his. Oh, no, yeah. So, but, but what did you but, say, Tulsa? I said Tulsa. Is that not like this Telsa. iron ironing brand? Like, no, so all right, like so that's Tfal, isn't it? Tfal, yeah. <laughs> These are, so they're all different things. He, he's part of. I bet you it's all connected, though. So it's he, all connected. Elon Musk is part of what they call the PayPal mafia, which is like a few people who set up PayPal or were like early on investors or like executives at PayPal. And who have gone on to like most mm. of the companies that we use stuff from now right. are like these lot, like these like six people. Oh, really? So he was head of PayPal for a little bit. Uh, then he set up. I didn't know that. He joined Tesla, which was already a thing. Yeah. Because um, oh, I, I was named after out Nikola here. Tesla, the genius who we're still using most of his inventions right now. And we're still going to be using new inventions that he made in like 1892, wow. like in the, for the next hundred yeah. years. He was a genius. So it's named after Nikola Tesla. They made an electric car that cost like 200 grand and it just went really fast. Then they made one that cost like a hundred grand and it was more of like a luxury sedan. Then they made one for like 50 and now they're trying to make one for 30 grand, but like the production has gone really bad. He's got a company called SpaceX. Mm. They're the first company to have reusable uh, rockets that are going to the ISS and refueling it and wow. also giving the ISS like so is this what, parts and stuff. What what the um the the launch was recently because I didn't really understand over LA. So I didn't really understand what the fuck that, that was. was. The f- that was the Falcon 9, I okay. think. But they're going to have the Falcon he- no, that was the Falcon Heavy. They've been having the Falcon yes. 9. He's I'm really up on it. Beautiful mind. Like, I, I I love um like space and like astrophysics and I love space but, but I only I, I only space. found out once I was like 21 which is terrible because they don't too, teach it they don't yeah. teach it well enough it's like, yeah. really boring it's really boring I could bail out of like physics at school you had to choose between physics biology and chemistry so it, I was none in biology of them, none of them only because good. my um, biology teacher was really fit Okay. Shout out to Mr. Boyle if you're listening. Big up. He got me There's an always... A. He got me an A in my biology. I bet he did. And <laughs> um, um, I uh, find it really intriguing. But do you think he's a good person? Oof, you don't want to say because he's probably listening. Um, he listens no, to everything. No, I don't think. But I think he thinks he's a good person. 
And that's what supervillains all, all think. Supervillains. Like, he's trying to make the world a better place, basically, by having reusable things. So SpaceX, you, and the, the next thing they're going to have is called the Falcon Heavy. No, what they launched was the Falcon yeah. Heavy, which is a reusable rocket. And then the BFR, the big effing rocket. Oh, nice. Right? Is that and actually that, what it means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is going to, that's just going to be a reusable jet that's going to be able to take people to Mars. And it's going to be able to take you from here to Tokyo in, like, half an hour. But really and truly getting to the uh, the rocket takes like an hour and then getting off the rocket takes another hour so two and a half hours you can get anywhere in the world um and they're going to be putting this into place in the next like year or two Think years how bad that's going to be for the environment oh yeah uh, but it's reusable so right? what, the, what's the fuel that they're using though the tesla yeah. is about re- like a uh, electric cars obviously where's, right. the ele- where's the electricity coming from is another thing so what he thinks yeah, yeah. so in, 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 but at least instead of putting gas into yeah. into yeah. the atmosphere on a one but you know individual individual level you can I'm you know where it's that. coming from um they've got giant batteries for houses as mm. well and they're building just giant battery centers because one of the f- um drawbacks in electricity today is it can only be used when you're using like mm-hmm. when it's being produced mm. if you if you turn something on right, like as soon as you turn it on the grid gets told one more person has put a kettle on mm. Mm. make the electricity for that and you can't store it you can't make it at night yeah right so solar panels don't really work unless you've got a battery because yeah. um you're just using it during the day yeah. and at night you've got to use the, the electricity else, on the yeah. grid so you've got to still use the fossil fuels but if you've got a battery in your house you can Load up all the electricity you need during the day when the sun's out, and then and then at use night, it in the evening. Yeah, and then you can reuse so it constantly. Thing. Yeah, and at the moment it's gonna it's not really cost effective because it's still like thirty mm. grand for that battery to yeah. just put in your garage or whatever, and you have got to have a garage and you have got to be kind of a middle class person anyway to like to have but a much better, better it's for, for the all the smart right? homes, all those kind of people. Yeah, but better for the environment, and the more people that get it, right. the better. And in places where electricity goes out mm. if there's like a hurricane or like forest fires and all that kind yeah. of stuff um you can give electricity to people in your area oh see i like yeah. that so that's kind of cool and then that's he's got cool. another company that's called cool. solar city which is doing that and you tesla so much oh, tesla tesla now, i don't understand and tesla have these tiles that like are harder and more resistant than normal um like roof tiles that are solar panels you can replace your roof with solar t- solar solar panels that look like tiles. They've got red ones. They've got like so they you all could, look like, like make any house look nice. Yeah. They look like terracotta that. and stuff. So. Terracotta, yeah. terracotta, terracotta. Oh, they look granite. They look like granite. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They look terracotta. <laughs> they got like yeah. black ones. They got white ones. They yeah. got all the all clear sorts. ones as well. If what you want to just. What color would you get? I, I don't can't afford this. Like this is all. This is all like smart home. It will. It will be. It will be available soon. Can I ask you a question? It's like really distracting. Go on. Behind you, you've got a board game that says the badass girls party. What is that? I, I'm gonna have to get it down because is it yours? Is it yours? No, no, no. It's not. Like, cause, like, let's put it. Also, I'm gonna put visually. Right? We've got Operation Standard, Monopoly Standard, Cards Against Humanity Standard. I still at the haven't game. played that. What is, what is like? How does it work? So, for context, for the people at home listening in in your gym, it's bright uh, pink. The casual listeners just walking past. If someone else is listening to it, 
just so you know what's happening, I moved in to this house maybe a month and a half ago. Okay. Don't know any of the people living here. They're all very nice. I feel you, um, I feel you're setting yourself up to give yourself an excuse here. Oh yeah, this is a big, big fat <laughs> excuse. So there's lots of things in this room that I've found as because I've got my OCD is pretty bad. I I like to organize and I like to throw stuff out. This is my big thing. I like to get rid of shit. I like to give stuff to charity. I love to just get rid of stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. I do it. I hate having clutter. So I came, I was like, you know what? No one's doing this front room. This clearly house, house has had hundreds of different housemates through the years and they've all left stuff here. So I went through the front room and I got like loads with I, everyone's permission, obviously. Right. And look over here, I found Nintendo 64. I fucking found the Game, the Game Boy. Game Boy. Oh, wow. This is wow, the, the presenter showing them a good condition. A good condition. Oh, game. It, it works. I've, it work? tried, I've played it. Yeah, What's yeah. It got in it? Uh, Mario, Mario Brothers. Mario Deluxe. Brothers. So, wow. I found a SNES I'm looking at over here with the Super Mario All Stars and Star Wing uh, and Mystic Quest. Um, that you know, there's a lot of wow. cool little things that, that I found. I remember in- my friend lending me. No, it was a Sega, but they also had a Nintendo. But they lent me a, a Sega when yeah. they went on holiday, oh. and I got used to play it, and then I broke it. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Did you have to pay for it? Yeah, mom might have to pay for it. I know. But I, I, I don't think, I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. I mean, maybe they wrote it off because they had both. <laughs> I hope so. Listen, if you had Sky and you had game consoles, I hated you anyway. Yeah, yeah, big time, <laughs> big time. Um, Get out of my face. So I also found that giant jar of olives. Um, there's a bunch of things. But then what you are, what you are looking at here is something that I haven't is yet opened. But I keep, is that cornmeal behind me? Uh, yeah, that's a, no, it's, a big, it's a big jar of what looks like couscous, but could be could be cornmeal. Um, I wish you guys at home could see this. Um, maybe I don't. I mean, there's a tin of um, tin of sardines. Um, some lighter fluid. Uh, some lighter fluid some and some fluid. batteries. There's some white PVA glue, which you only white. get in like school lessons. Yeah, yeah, white PVA glue. Balloon animals and, with a pump. And which nice is excellent. Print, uh, scanner. <laughs> I'm not even making this up. These two are my witnesses. There's like next to Awato over there, there's a... Um, PG Tips. There's a PG Tips. And there's also, uh, that is a uh, like a, a slutty devil costume for Halloween. Awato here brandishing the... The PVC yeah, the devil shiny horns. leather. Wow. Um, yeah, so there's lots of lots in here. So also here, as Ariel pointed out, um, the badass girls poker party. All oh you need to goodness. play your way. It, it, it includes 64 page book with instructions and recipes. 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 What? Um, playing cards, coasters with cheat sheets, shot glasses, and swizzle sticks. I feel like this is made for a hen party. Yeah, I think so. So I, I think you can actually do this. But more importantly, guys, this really fucking freaks me out, and it's uh, it's so weird. This looks like the beginning. Of some kind of what the hell weird like some kind of horror TV show spin off. I feel like I remember this. Can I see it? So um, it's a video VHS VHS video board game called Atmosphere, but fear. I feel like I remember. Fear spelled F E A R. The TV, like I remember the like the TV advert for this. It looks fucking. What time was that advert? Like this is definitely like nineties. Saturday morning. Yeah, no, but it was like yeah, I remember being like it looked amazing because it had a VHS and like any game that had a VHS was like really expensive. Like there was this one called like Dream Phone. And uh, Dream Phone used to like phone like your dream hunky guy, but you could only get it because it was like 60 quid, which back in the day was like wow. massive. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's and, a big like, deal. That's I remember a big deal. like I saved and saved and saved and that me and my friends were, like chipped in and we got it and it was like the best game ever. But this, I remember this being on an advert. But it looks so, it looks like if you play it, it's like the beginning of Jumanji. You go in that game. 
Yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no escape from that. That's I'm a. Trying to see when it was made. It looks fucking amazing. I might. I, 1992. 1992. Wow. Yeah. When this episode airs in early December, and I haven't decluttered and thrown this board game out, or. It's but it's number three. But the fact that it's 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 it's, it's, the, it's three. The it says number it's three. The threequel. It's the three P. And I like that the 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 creator of this game is called Anne de Chantrain Witch. Wait. But they copped it for one ninety nine from Oxfam, and it used to be. I I will never open that game because three ninety nine from no five ninety nine. <laughs> it used to be six forty five from Oxfam. That was definitely you to at one ninety nine. It seems. 199. Your pecky mix. I think it's been passed down. I think previous owners have died playing that. I think you should okay, play it like, so whilst I, yeah, I'm, I'm never like playing that game. <laughs> I'm never playing that game. Okay, so Ariel, since we, th- this is, this is what, this is, this is great. This is like, mm-hmm. n- n- I haven't had to do any work. Um, I've been frightened by a board game. I've been frightened by Elon Musk once again. This is brilliant. <laughs> um, but what I did want to ask you. Uh huh. Is is a challenge? In okay, fact. I've never seen Love Island. Okay, so I know you do the podcast. <laughs> so what I want you to do is to me right now, who knows nothing, I don't even know what it is. Okay, tell me what it is. It's like people. Uh, they're people beautiful. I know they're beautiful. From all walks of Well, do you know what beauty is in the eye of the beholder? There's True. a lot of guys on there that I didn't fancy. They weren't my type. And okay. there was a lot of guys that girls did fancy. Okay. Um, there's a lot of girls on there I definitely fancied. Yeah. And the girls I didn't. But um, the reason the reason Love Island is so popular is because it has completely changed the attitude of reality TV. Okay. Reality TV used to always be about humiliating people, mm. laughing at them, not with them bullying them like X Factor things like that yeah uh, and Big Brother making and... a fill of them like Big yeah. Brother Love Island is genuinely about young people having a good time and the first couple of series are about them like shagging and a bit like Club 18 to 30s the last year they made a conscious decision to actually focus on people's relationships whether it was them finding love or friendship or bromance or a grip like you know that they'll never mm. like not be friends with anymore um, and that is why it became so successful yeah. because they took the focus away from the shagging and actually focused it on relationships and love and everyone regardless of where you've come from what walk of life you've come from loves love love makes the world go around it so the reason it's become so popular is because you watch the show every night rooting for these people to find love to yeah. genuinely find but do, love do they though because yeah they, they've had babies so like there's like what? series two there's a love island baby they've been married because the only thing i know is when i see in the fucking i mean i guess look i'm willfully ignorant like i just i look at it and go it's not that it's lowbrow for me i, I used to love the bachelor i'm not gonna lie <laughs> It's not lowbrow. I love lowbrow shit. I'm into it. Yeah. Um, it's that the fact that I can't watch something that has that much content because mm-hmm. I won't do anything else. Well, this is the thing. People's lives. Are, so um, there. It, it was six, al- six days a week. It was on. Six yeah, I did six days, days a week, a week on week. it as well. So like, no, I had to watch it I have every night. To watch. I can't and do then, that. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like they mean they look really the great in bikinis. <laughs> yeah. Um. The yeah, it's I, I had to work in it six nights a week. They edit something like two hundred hours of like mm, um Jesus. content a week. But yeah, I, I have to be honest, when I first heard about Love Island when it first launched back in the mm. day, I totally looked down my nose at it. I was yeah. like, Ugh, this is just like Ibiza uncovered and blah blah and all this stuff. And then last year, for some reason I just got so hooked. Mm. And what was really lovely is that 
it gave it not gave but like my friends and I like were all like in and it together like watching mm-hmm. it together like we would have a glass of wine watching it and like the, and it started like conversation it starts conversation apparently yeah. like Love Island this year saved Twitter in the UK what? because there were so many people talking about Love Island on Twitter yeah. that it totally like Twitter was like kind of starting to dwindle people weren't right. logging on the young kids and like, they've moved on Snapchat Instagram whatever mm. no one was really using it it was being used for like marketing and like promotion of things yeah. and blah blah and there was no like kind of personable likeness to it and, and they, they yeah like people talk about Love Island when it's on that's all they talk about is like right. they tweet about it they want to like they have that conversation they want the memes they want the gifts they want the videos yeah. like for me I went uni when I was 18 and I dropped out after like I went to one lesson I went to one lecture um, but I was I was there on, on site for like three months and it, it feels like that basically yeah mm. like they, people say the kind of thing that you that you hear in your, mm. it, from, from uni people who from like small towns it just it just feels like it's a really good microcosm for just seeing what people in Britain are like. It's a social mm, experiment. Yeah. It's a social but experiment. That, I mean, it's also the same way a cultural with phenomenon. Big Brother's a social experiment. It also, I mean, if you put a camera on someone, it's a social experiment. Yeah. Okay. So you did the podcast. Uh-huh. So when people got evi- is it evicted? Well, they get dumped. They the get dumped. Sorry, dumped. Mm-hmm. Then they come to you and you do the interview. Not yes. Yeah, so we had everyone apart from the three final couples because they were still in Mallorca and we had like a kind of Love Island final party. So our last guest was a guy called Dr. Alex Naxander who didn't, he weren't really into each other. Um, and Jack and Laura who were really into each other, but like found pastures new straight away because they're both right. fucking fit. And she's a surfer. And honestly, he was punching. Um, <laughs> but... They like they. I respected them because they came out the villa and they, everyone's like, "Oh, your boyfriend, girlfriend," and they were like, no. "We've literally started like snogging about three days ago. Like, yeah. give us a break. We're not yeah. putting a label on I this." That and must then be they, so intense for people. Can I, Damn. Can I ask with with a lot of the like reality shows, mm. especially like residential ones where people are away? Yeah. yeah. Like. The, just the winners get money at the end, or that's what's that's what they say. I, I, I always wonder. Well, there's work. Like it's like three months out of your time. Yeah. Out of you jobs. could be in the jungle. You could always wondered. The apprentice as well. They're in a house, and I'm like, who, you lot all yeah, talking yeah. about how your job. My, I'm, I'm this at my job. And None pay, of you are paying, at work. I don't understand <laughs> what's happening. It's like, true. And who's paying your bills? And mostly the, um, the oh. islanders this year. Like most of some of them are living with parents because they're young. They come yeah, that's uni true. We I we oh, I forget yeah, that. I forget that people are young. I, yeah. I know it's the weird thing, isn't it? Well, You're just like Laura, who's Scottish, was like touted as the old bird because she yeah. was 29. It's like oh, that is not old, but God. like the, you know, like it's the press just like grabbed onto yeah, it as a yeah, headline. Yeah. It's like actually, and then every time the press talks about, it, they're like, "Oh, Laura was nagging because she's an old one." I was like, "See, the press like are just so mm. cutthroat," and I'm so glad that they don't see that when they're in there because yeah. that is what destroys you. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah, what yeah. He- like affects your mental health. Being told that you yeah. look shit in a bikini or oh, you look God. crap because you're not a certain size or because you. Act to a certain way you're a nag or you're like yeah, an yeah, old yeah, hag yeah. like that's oh, what that's gets my goal like more people actually applied for Love Island this year than they applied for Oxford so you you that's <laughs> that is wow. outrageous that is outrageous Ooh, I love that um, I but love that. boom do you know yeah, what my favourite things like my fa- like I love that when I grew up you you were like, it was hammered into you that you had to be at like of a certain like uh, intelligence and you had to yeah. study so much so you could get into uni and get into college and like my friends who are the most successful people are the people who just like left school at 16 and just started oh, working. Oh yeah, definitely. 
Definitely, 100%. I think the uni the thing is a complete... Oh, yeah. I owe so much money. So the, <laughs> the, but the, the thing I would say about uni is that, that the reason I would recommend it to my kids or to anyone is for the experience. And it's not... And it's for the life... It's the confidence building life experience. And it's not necessarily for the educative side of yeah, it because yeah. I I became confident. I had troubles at school. I, I went between different schools. Like I didn't have any friends. I didn't have any confidence. And when I went to uni in Guildford, out of London, mm. like out of my, you know, my little Finsbury Park world that I grew up in, mm. I became who I am now. I became confident. And I think a lot of people, you, you know, I would re- recommend that to anyone. Yeah. I was lucky enough to get bursaries from the like, t- like Tottenham Grammar Foundation, which were given, but I couldn't afford a computer. They helped me buy one, like all of this shit. And it, I think obviously a lot of that is not there due to our fucking horrendous government, but, um, but now, but, and, and fees are up now and all that. So it's, it's not a, a an e- it's not an, an easy place for kids to get into. So yeah. go and meet people from up and down the country, go do some mad shit, go put a fucking cone from the street on your head. You know what I mean? You need to be a fucking <laughs> idiot because then you're yeah. allowed to be a kid. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I, I got a two one, I did it, but I did sociology. I did that. Am I using it now? Who knows? Maybe aspects of it, but <laughs> yeah, as I said, I dropped out when I was 18 but then I went back to uni when I was 24 mm. and I've just finished and just gra- like I'm graduating like next month. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Man. So when people Sick. would have heard this, it would have been a month ago and I've like kept it completely secret from, really? from yeah. my friends Why? and from family, from music because I made such a big deal when I dropped out about yeah. it doesn't make me. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where they were like, well, why have you left uni? Like, you what, turned what, what, Did you think back then degrees? it was cool to leave? No, no, you know what? I, I, number one, I was smarter than everyone without going to uni obviously, anyway. Obviously, as As anyone who I went to school with would have known, I was getting excluded, but I was also at the top of the school all the time. Mm. Wait, how um, did you educate yourself then? Like, where did this intelligence come from? Like, did you read books when you were younger? Yes. Were you really studious? Were you just really interested? Yeah, yeah, basically everything. I'm, I'm a refugee. I came in, my mum overtaught me English. Well, so when I was tell, like tell four, them where, where are you refugee from? From Eritrea, because I got overtaught English when I came into into the British school system. Mm. I was mm. supposed to be put up two, three years, mm. but I was not because they said he has an accent and he's not from here, and we think he'll get along with the kids his age. Not knowing or knowing that the kids my age on the first day of reception, this girl said, "My dad said I can't sit next to Muslims." <sighs> And I was getting excluded then anyway. So, and I always got on with kids older than me. So anyway, um, I always thought, yeah, I'm an autodidact. Like I'm reading all the stuff you lot read at uni, but I'm reading it all the different subjects. I'm going, I'm sneaking into my friends. I still live in London. So I'm sneaking into my friends' science lectures. I'm freaking into people's psychology lectures. Yeah. I'm going into this. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at anthropology. I'm doing, like, I'm, I'm listening to Noam Chomsky every night while playing FIFA and my brother's asleep on his <laughs> Xbox 360. Like, while I'm on the doll, yeah, I'm watching just nothing but lectures by Slavoj Žižek and, like, on science and mathematics and all this yeah. stuff. And I was and write I just down did, all these names, and I listeners. was just unemployed for five years, and I was like, "Yeah, you, you, I know so much more than you. Like, are you crazy?" And then mm. it got to the point where I was like, "I'm 24. Mm. I've just beat the police in two cases. So this is what I my want life to talk is. About my life well. is like, and I've got no money. Mm. And you know, it would be really nice. Like all of my friends for years, at different points of like the last few years of my life, would put Facebook albums up of like me and." 
Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. S- summer 08, you know what I mean? <laughs> like summer 13 and blah, blah, blah. Summer 11, win- winter, you know what I mean? Autumn yeah. 11 in, yeah. in, um, in, the, in the Himalayas and whatever. Yeah. And I was like, how how they, these are people that I know from the estate or people I know from school. Mm. Ah, student loan money. And then I was like, you know, it'd be good if I use that student loan money for my music. I'll still have to, because that's only, they're only going to give me nine to 10 grand a year. Right. Right. As well as like, I'd have to owe back another 10 grand, uh. nine grand a year for, for, for going uni oh, so yeah. for the tuition fees. So I'm got, back in my mind, 18 grand a year. Hmm. But if I do waitering, if I do telecommute, like telemarketing, and I just, do you know what I mean? If mm. I teach, I, fuck, I can do all these different things, which I did for when, I was, when I was a student. I think people shouldn't go when they're 18 though. No, I literally it. like. Don't, this uh, is even the thing one people year, have been saying gap, to me. Make the best of it, isn't it? Like, this is what people have been saying to me a lot recently. It resonates. A phrase that is so old hat, but it's so true. Youth is wasted on the young. Mm. And like you're always thinking, no, I wouldn't have taken that. Oh, I would have loved. I would have loved doing that a different what? way. Yeah, would have loved doing something different. Like I should have. If I'd be at uni now, man, fucking hell, I would have so many STDs. <laughs> so okay. <laughs> Um, always so, wrap it before you slap it. <laughs> you know, do, you, do you remember? Yeah, that's, that's how I get it from toilets. Um, do you remember the old Tim Westwood commercial? Where it'd be like, wrap it up before you slap, slap it up. Slap it up. Holler yeah. at your butler. Yeah. He just that was sick. I would love to get Westwood on the podcast. Um, okay, <laughs> so there's plenty of things I want to ask you about, and obviously there's uh, like I, I don't I don't want to have to edit down three hours of podcast. So. Um, Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go in first with the lighter thing that I want to ask you is that you've just told me when you arrived, this makes this sometimes you just make me laugh so much. Um, you just told me you just watched 10 entire seasons of different TV shows. No, I, I said <laughs> I watched what? several series. No, you said 10, 10, 10 different series, like 10 different, different like, shows. Oh, what, hey, what, like name them? Yeah, name I, want them. To, I want to know what you watched. Over the last couple of months. So, first, let's just put this? this into context. I'm not just some loser out here just watching shows. <laughs> I am, <coughs> but also... <laughs> I'm an independent I musician. I, I manage myself. I'm, yeah, I run yeah, my own yeah. label. I do my own comms, my own PR, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm writing my second album. This is true. Right? This is true. And I'm mm-hmm. very, but also serious stuff. I've got a lot of time to myself. Yeah. So in the last like month or so, I've seen Ozark, I've which seen is sick. Yes. Line of Duty, Line I've seen Wild, Wild, Wild seen Country, I've seen that. Iron Fist season two. Terrible, not going to watch that. Which is a lot better than Iron Fist really? season one. I've seen Luke Cage, Nicolas Cage season two. <laughs> Nicolas Cage, Cage season two. Season two, I've seen. I watched him buy cheese once. Wait, Nicholas okay. Cage. Yeah. That's, <laughs> like one, that's like one of my top humans. Like, I've, I, I've, you watched I really him. My Saturday Jeez. job was like one of the perfume girls in Harrods because wow. they pay really well. Yeah, yeah. And people hate you, but they pay really well. And so I used to do that when I was at college down here, hmm. um, and it was always right next to the food hall. And he just came through in the shopping trolley, and all he had in his shopping trolley was like hey. fucking shitloads of cheese. So, how do much were we talking? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was that that was leaving Las Vegas, Nick Nick Cage. That I feel like, yeah, that I was, wasn't, I wasn't doing face off. No, that wasn't face off. That was not Conair, right, Nicholas Cage. Okay, it's, so he, what he? How much cheese are we talking? A like, trolley fill. I like love what it. filled to the brim of when, the trolley? When, and when was like, this? All different shapes and sizes. You know, like when you was get this? those like cheese boards that have like every shape and size, and only rich people can have them. Yeah. 
like that there was like this round block one that was in like a kind did of like so wait, wait a second like, what, did he buy the entire wheel well he bought a wheel of cheese like it's like nothing but also, wheels also he's got like the sickest crate. tattoos like he is covered in tattoos which so I'd never I noticed before. All right, let me. All right, when I was this? Look, if you, um, what, around what well, era? Was what Nick, uni, which Nicholas so Cage? I'm losing my So that five, is that's six. like before Wicker Man. So that's pre. Okay, so that is before mm-hmm. his accountant, who had been warning him for years, stopped buying <laughs> fleets of Rolls Royces. Stop buying <coughs> several castles. The wheels stop of buying, cheese. Stop outbidding. Stop Le- going to Harrods and yeah, buying wheels of yeah. cheese. Stop outbidding Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> on dinosaur skulls. Stop yeah. like stop do- stop buying fleets of yachts. Stop doing this mad mad ish. But what? Right. And and uh, his accountant then ran off with loads of Nicolas Cage's money, which is what? why. Since since around two thousand and six, yeah. Nicolas Cage has been in nothing but independent, yeah. low budget films. He's, he's got the new he's one. Got, he's got to the IRS are on him. He's got to say yes to every job, and, and now, he's the greatest, one of the greatest actors. Oh yeah, ever. He, yeah, he like, really he just, is. He sees a script and it's like, yes, yeah, yeah I, I yeah. can see. I, I see what I can do Look, here. Wait, I'm, I'm going to do a voice. If any, no, if anyone, if anyone tries to fuck with Nick, Nick Cage, I just say watch Lord of War. Lord of War is Lord great. Of War, if you that. need to see that film. I feel like you two are like, like have a real strong love for Nicolas Cage. I didn't realize he was really like touted as that much I'm, of an amazing actor. No, Watch there, Lord there, of there, War. There's like a cult about him, yeah, like a cultish love. thing. There's like <laughs> so you guys are in this cult. He's quite meme. Yeah, 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 there's a lot yeah, of different yeah. Nicolas Cage like meme groups. It's us, kind of Tim stuff. Westwood. There's a, there's a few <laughs> of us in there. Okay, all right. So, um, <laughs> okay, what I wanted to ask you is you because you were talking about ITV earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you host a kids show. Yeah. You host Scrambled. Yeah. How long have you been doing that for? I'm four years into it now. Whoa. It's the best job in the world. So I get guns. I get paid to get guns. Yeah, what is guns made out of? I've always wanted to so, know. What does it taste actually, like? Actually, so there's loads of rules. Get your own back. There's like, yeah, there's, so basically someone from Get Your Own Back tried to sue someone back in the day. Yeah. So there's all these like rules and regulations. It has to be warm. It can't oh, be cold. Okay. Because they, that's what they tried to sue them for. Like, oh, it was so cold. I like hurt my back. Okay. Um, it's not live. Thank fuck. Okay. Great. But he's amazing. Because I've never seen this show. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. I'm not a child. No matter how much of a baby face I have, I'm not a child. So are there kids on this show? No. So we have kids who write in to, yeah. so we do a thing on the Sunday called the Super Scrambled Shiny Show, Dad. I'm in it. And I'm in. Um, it used to be girls versus boys. Yeah. Two girls, there's four of us that present it. And um, we would basically compete for these kids at home to win a scrambled mug. Wow. Yeah. That, that's the biggest it. shit you could imagine when no, you were No, but like, that's the thing because it yeah, also says in that. it, I won the super scrambled shiny oh showdown. The best thing about um, so yes, yeah, so we compete for so this year. We've mixed like it up, so it's like boy and girl teams, yeah. and the kids had to come up with a team name for us, and then we compete as that team name, and then hopefully win the mug for the kid at home. They get like loads of other things, like a little signed like photo, and I met like mm. shout out on TV. Um, How do they contact you? Do they have to write in? They can ha- write in physically, actually, physically, they, but no, they they write in in an email, oh. or they upload. They've oh. got an uploader, so we have this thing called Sharesy, so you can share anything with us. So sometimes like as a kid going do you know what I want to give a shout out to my brother because he's fucking cool I mean he doesn't swear yeah. there's another one who like, like kids will draw art but the best thing about my job oh, that's so funny. is that I have five world records Guinness world records no. sick yeah how often do you do Wait, one so every year we do one them like every, every two year. weeks okay. oh, oh, wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> we do them every two weeks. Yes, yeah, so okay. I'm a 10 to 17. Okay, one. Five. First, first world. Well, first. Yeah. Well, about 13, actually. First world okay. record, hit me. The first world record I won was in the second uh, week of filming I ever did for Scrambled. Yeah. And it was making a sandwich blindfolded. Um, uh, guided so I London had her hands behind my back mm-hmm. my arms were like through her armholes okay. and I had to make the sandwich I did it in a minute and a 27 minute. so second one hit me the fastest person to dress is Santa Claus in the oh entire world oh my god I want to see this that's, okay. that, is that you <laughs> yeah that's I incredible I can't cope with that this okay number, number I set th- the world you know, you know some people try saying oh yeah I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records and it's like there's like oh you're in it for like the no. most amount of people to yeah, like jump at the same time for like there's yeah. a million of you man get so, out of yeah, here no one knows who school. you are we did like the most amount of people to limbo on, in, in three minutes okay. and you have to keep going around so I think we did something like 333 limbos in three minutes <gasps> okay that's number four that's that's, that's, you, don't, you don't count that's that a as one of your... That's because it's good because you'd get to it because we actually travelled to some schools last year and broke some records okay. last year. Okay. So, um, and then we also broke one, which is amazing. Yeah. The most amount of people to jump into a rubber ring, pull it up over their head and pass it on to the next person. That is wow. sick. That's such a sick... But imagine the kids because they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And they're all like that limbs and they're all like... like it's so much fun. And we're all like, hurry up, Gary! Like, <laughs> screw them. Um, so was that time, one, was that like within a certain amount of time? Yeah, okay. I think it was in, within a minute. Yeah, so we've okay. got that one. Um, mm. My favourite okay. one that I hold, because I set the record, yeah. was the fastest person to dress as a Halloween witch. Oh, wow. And so I had to put on a pair of striped tights, witch's boots, a witch's dress, a um, witch's nose, a mm-hmm. hat, and mm-hmm. jump on a broomstick and say abracadabra. Wow. Oh, wow. So if you would have said That's like Zim's and a Bim, anything else, it would have just yeah, been. Yeah, no, no, no. I wanted to ask you real quick. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite kids TV show growing up? Because mine was Live and Kicking. Live and Kicking. Okay, SMTV. what's the address? What's SMTV. the address? SMTV because they had address. Pokemon. What is it like 42, BBC, Television Studios, Wood Lane, London, W12, 6... L A. Why do I know that? Yeah. I was just about from to... live and kicking. That's the address. That's why ah, I asked. Six L A. Whether people, whether people physically write in because our like live and kicking was the six thing. Six L A. Oh my god! You've just accessed yeah. my J- um, but, my Jason Bourne mind. Yeah. That I oh buried. yeah, you didn't know. It's just it's just got, it, it was there. Much. My Jason Bourne. I've... Mr. Blobby used to scare the hell out of me. Mr. Blobby Mate, was met, there was a place weird. called Blobby Line. Yes, which you can still go. It's it abandoned. Is a place. Serious. So like my family like oh from like Liverpool and it was not too far from there. And I remember going into the middle of this forest once my family and they'd saved up for us to have like a because we couldn't afford it all in time mm. so they saved up for us to go to blobby land oh, and they wow. sold ice cream that was pink with yellow marshmallows like mr blobby oh and for years i told people about this place and nobody believed me that it was true and then it came up in a newspaper article and it's like blobby land is still just like sitting there like like just like decaying, like decaying. Yeah. and like it's still there so i'm like see i wasn't lying this whole wow. time i didn't make it up that's a great i would love i want to drive and go yeah i would love to if it's still there for sure let's do it Okay, but, listen. Look, what I want to do is because there's a tradition of uh, the, the piss break 45 minutes in, and we, we've been chatting for so much, and then we break for five minutes, we have a piss, we come back. Me and you are going to do a shot. <laughs> All right, yeah. welcome back to uh, part two. Am I doing the shot now? We're going to cheers, yeah. Okay. So we're going to do the tradition of the shot. Just me and. There you go. Okay. I'm going to do this shit real quick. That stretched my throat open. So as it's season two. As as we, it's season two, and with all of the wonderful guests that I've had on season two, um, and people we've been listening all along for the past seven or eight weeks, you know about the new segment called Under the Patio, where I will suggest 
a bunch of scenarios of people that fucking piss me off <laughs> in daily life. And you can tell me the type of capital punishment or punishment at all that they deserve. Okay. okay? People who don't look away when you're blowing your nose. You know when you're blowing your nose and you're having a conversation with someone and someone keeps staring at you? Uh, a polite word. A polite word? A polite word. Maybe slightly aggravated. I think tone. you're getting, yeah. I think you need to like channel your hate somewhere else. A hiss. A hiss. Possibly. A hiss. Yeah, possibly a hiss. Maybe an eye roll. Okay. An eye roll. Yeah. A few times. You need to go to yoga. I need to do some yoga. <laughs> um, some pre- people previous, this is what happens. I do a few and they're like, no, it's nothing. It's nothing. Then, <laughs> I, do, then I do one that really gets them okay. and they're like, I will stab them in the fucking face. Okay. <laughs> People mm-hmm. who treat waiters badly. Oh, I can't stand that. See? Can't yeah. stand it. I just think we're all here to make a living. Although, like, let's turn it on the other way. Waiters <laughs> who treat people who are eating and drinking like fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, really rush them. Like, really you're just like, off. I'm just, oh, how's your food? No, I'm just eating my food. Just leave me alone. No, not even that. Like, going to bar and someone's obviously having a bad day. And rather than just being like, I work in an area of customer service, this requires a certain level of customer service. They're just like, and just like offload all of their aggravation on you. And you're like, babe, I've had a long day too. Mm. I don't need this shit. I just want a glass of white wine and sit down and have some food. I had that last Friday and I was quite pissed off. And I had to be told not to go over and tell the person that they were really rude and I can't really enjoy my meal because I'm just thinking about how rude they were. But, People, it's weird. People who are rude to wait staff, how do you not have the awareness to know mm. that they are in communication with the people who make your food? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you're going to yeah. put that inside you. Uh-uh. Yes. And the only time to say anything <laughs> is after, after every bit is served. In it? Yeah. Like into dessert, everything. And then you go over and you're like, yo, what's your problem? What the, like, boom, yeah, boom, yeah, boom. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, there's yeah. no, they have no power no over you in terms tip. of. In terms of food poisoning and so and you think there's there's, there's both sides. Okay, I like that word. No chicanery. Chicanery. People that click dislike on YouTube videos. I do that sometimes. I can't relate. I, I don't I, really watch YouTube. I need I to tell I the algorithm. I don't. I don't mess. I don't fuck with this. I just. I don't think there should be a like function on uh, on anything. I think like I agree with JME. Like I can think, you? Does that what Kanye said? Kanye said, said recently. What JME said it before him. You need to him. get rid of the like button on Instagram. I like Instagram. Everyone was like giving it a hard time, right? Yeah. You didn't want to go on Instagram. Don't go on Instagram. See, I want to but go you, you have self-control and <laughs> I don't. So I've had to delete it because what I've done is I've muted most people's stories and pictures because I realized how much of a negative uh, uh, effect it's had on my mental health. So I can't deal with certain things and so I've just had to delete it see in my chosen field there's like loads of people, like women and within my and I'm and I'm, mm. I'm very supportive of the women I think there's room for all of us in, yeah. in, in this industry but there are people who I look at and go oh, they're, so, they're doing so well blah, blah. Yeah, I just don't follow them because then yeah. I don't have to see them and then I don't feel bad about it because it is negative energy for me energy. I don't think I've got a problem with everyone was like going on about it the day and I'm like what does it what is it that makes you down on Instagram, mm-hmm. what is it that hit, hits your mental health? It's 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 part of it's partly to do with comparison. Um, People here, are, you would say competition or within competition, your industry, yeah. but then I need all, to send you a thing on comparison. Please do, because like I, I also look, I look at the, who's doing better, who's doing something different. Um, who is posting about other people's stuff but not about my stuff you know what and then I'm like then I end up in this spiral of but like issues so I just can't happens, do it 
like we're musicians, right? Yeah. You work in, in music and you work in entertainment. Mm. Like, it, like once you know how everything's worked out, it's very hard to enjoy stuff. Yeah. Right. Once once you see something, you're like, no, I would have changed that. I would have did that better. We I can't go to a show. Mm. Very rarely I go to a show and I proper enjoy it. Even it, like, even it. if it's nothing to do with something to do with me, I was like, I've done that. I would change that differently. Maybe and because uh, you're both performers. Like I mm. look at. Like every gig I go to, I'm like, this is the best gig I've ever been to in my life. Yeah. But, yeah. And I remember having I that. I remember having that. And then it's like recently from reading this thing, I've been able to like appreciate it. I make music because I love music. Yeah. How can mm. I listen to music and like, oh, I don't, it's not mine or like, I would have done this differently. So like, I can't, I don't know why it's mixed. It's all mixed to modern, all this stuff. Like, yeah. It's, it's like, it I takes agree. away your, no, your, 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 your I, able I to look at something as, as beauty and look at the art in it. And yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. But people <laughs> that offer unpaid gigs for exposure. Absolutely not. <laughs> Go and fucking fuck off and die. Did I not say that there was one thing that always gets everybody? Do you know what? This is a case in point, right? A jewelry brand the other day through a PR who I've worked with quite a lot. They're really generous. Yeah. They let me borrow things and like really lovely. And I get on with them really well. I just, I love making friends. I love like meeting people and like, I'm just yeah. really sociable. And they hoodwinked me almost. And they were like, we've been going through your Instagram and mm. we've seen that, you know, you're really close to your mom and your Instagram. And like, would you do this like worldwide global campaign mm. for print online? We want you to post three things on your Instagram two things on your Twitter, however many Instagram stories, blah, blah. And I was like, God, this is good. This is going to be some nice money. great money. This is going to be great money. It's a global campaign, right? They offered me a 200 pound voucher to spend in their store. They're a cartel. Wow, cartel. They're, cartel. They're cartel. cartel. They're cartelling you, For the De Beers family yeah. cartel, son. And I was like, so I instantly Googled how much this company made last year, net profit, mm. 3 million. This year, their forecast to make 10 million net profit. I was just more upset because I just think like I would never ask that of you. Like I've I talked about I've had so many gigs recently where companies have folded and not paid me. I did I spent mm. my entire Christmas working for this company and they told my agent that they folded it as a company and they weren't gonna be able to pay me. They owed me so much money. I'd given them my life for like two months. I couldn't do any other gig. Yeah. And then they basically said in February, actually we can't pay you. And I was like, well, this is bullshit. Yeah, go so to the I office. I'm online, taking chairs. Saw one of the promoters promoting a Noel Gallagher gig in Greenwich and was like, just tweet them both and went, really interesting. I was like, hey, Noel Gallagher, make sure your manager gets your payment up front because yeah, yeah, yeah. this guy hasn't paid any of his performers in Christmas because he says he's yeah, folded the company. Yeah. Um, and this guy came back and he's like, get that off my sweater now. And no. I was like, interesting that you can like no, put on a bro. blues festival and you haven't paid 30 performers for Christmas yeah. and you're telling me that I'm everything. He's like, get it off Twitter, get it off Twitter now. And that day he went, I will transfer the money to you right Good. now. Good, that's what they need. And it might not seem a lot. And I put it once, I was like, oh, thanks to the guy who didn't pay me for my DJ gig this week. Someone's like, well, it's actually nice to get paid to DJ. And I was like, it's a no, job, okay. Yeah. I don't do another job. So don't tell me or yeah. tell me that it's a privilege to be paid for my job. Yeah. I've spent four hours curating this fucking mm, DJ mm, playlist mm, for you mm. and then five hours like playing it yeah. for like whatever money. Okay, so I knew I would find one. Yeah. It's because they don't see off. it they don't see it as tangible. Like but yeah. but is it, they yeah, tell yeah. you, okay, yeah, we haven't got a budget for performers. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but you lot are getting paid. Someone's getting Other paid. Other people are getting paid. You're paying for security. You're paying for the venue. You're paying for catering. How come paid? the music or the art, the Why thing that you don't see is tangible? A festival it's cannot survive without its performers. How can you exactly. not pay your performers? Like for, you're paying for like 13 years of like education, of training, of all this kind of stuff. Someone's what are you talking about? Paid. It happens so much. So much. So I had, I'm not even going to name them, but let's say a caffeinated drinks company. <laughs> who I DJ'd for. I love your angry face. It's my favorite. We can't pay you. And I was like, you can fuck off. You're a global brand and you literally have offered me 10p an hour. You can get your hands in your pocket and pay me. So we were mates. You you gave me money because I did a a job. A job. job. You cannot, the one person you cannot fuck over or shaft is the people who are selling you your tickets in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. Because you, um, you're not putting the name of the caterer or the name of the security company yeah. or the name of the bars. Like on the flyer. Like you're not putting the name of like the company who is supplying you the generators or yeah. whatever. Like you're, they're getting paid. And so. that's that's it because we're expendable, and t- expendable until we're not to them. Mm. Um, okay, listen, because I know you, you're pressured for time. I'll do one more under the patio um, before we go on to the next segment which is very, very short. People who, when you show them one picture on your phone, they scroll through Fucking the rest it. of the pictures on your phone. Hate it. Hate it. I'm like, sorry, my mum does it. I love my mum. My mum's our best pal. And then yeah. I'm like, here, mum, he was it's me this, he was this at the, the weekend. Yeah. And she's like, start scrolling. I'm like, what are you doing? Dicks. Oh, bitch. <laughs> no. Like, and then no. No, there's nothing on there. I panic. Yeah, I really yeah, panic. Yeah, yeah. What about you? No. You don't no mind? I don't like it. You're a zen person. I don't You're know. I, I think I give people looks that it's just like, no. Yeah, just, just get I just take my phone back off, off my phone. Yeah, I just, just give it, I'm just it like, yo, this is what, yeah. I chop their fingers off for that though. Chop their fingers off. Wow. This is, this is what I like. <laughs> this is what I like. Dismemberment. Okay, dismemberment. Okay, all right. So we'll go to the next segment uh, as as time is, a, as, as a precious. Uh, this one, the, the the name changes every single time, and thanks to Awate's help uh, with his knowledge of words, today's segment is called "A Wonderful Collection of Super Vital Information Retrieval for the World's Populace." The recurring question that I ask everyone, everyone has answered this question: If you could eat one creature from a film or TV show, what would it be, and how would you cook it? My answer every single time is the long dog from Never Ending Story. <laughs> lot of ribs a whole lot of ribs in that what the hell kind of question is this <laughs> i hmm. yeah i know i want to be green with this so okay all fiction all fiction and tv sarah pasco said slimer lots of people that be we, tasty uh, should it be like jelly uh, yeah probably lot, you know we've had ewoks uh, Doc Brown said, Mr. Blobby. Mr. Blobby. Because <laughs> he tastes like Blobby. pink ice cream with yellow marshmallows. Mr. Blobby. Me, Mr. Blobby. Mr. Blobby. You said that was such a grimace as well. Like, Mr. Mr. Fucking Blobby. Mr. Blobby's last pink, long time. Then pink, his saga is over. The color of pink. But you're doing it out of spite <laughs> today. Googly eyes. I have them as eggs. As eggs. Okay, so <laughs> Mr. Blobby's eye eggs. Googly eye um, eggs. What about. <laughs> I want to keep it green because I don't really want to eat an, another animal or human being or... Okay. Um, I mean, I, it's fictional, so you won't <laughs> be forced to eat them until the apocalypse. Do you know what I would eat? Have you ever seen that film, The Abyss? 
I've seen it recently. <gasps> I, 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 love, I, love, I love a bit of... Um, of Ed Harris shouting through a, through a telecom system. No, but that felt great. weirdly. <laughs> Telecoms, we, Ed Harris yeah, is great. In the rock. I think it was like yeah. one of the only VHSs that we had in our family or something. Because I remember watching that film a lot as a kid and I was petrified by it. And there's like these like glow in the dark creatures Octopus. that are terrifying. No, like right down the abyss. Oh, the actual, the animals. The abyss, yeah. 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 Um, um, no, no, because actually I wouldn't eat them because I don't, wouldn't enjoy it. Can you truly love someone who chews with their mouth open? No. Never. Yes. No. Yeah. Yes. One. I agree Never. with you. No. Because I've been loved. I, I've been told. I've, I've you've been. You've been I'm told. Currently you in a relationship. Are, you are okay. I love that. Can you truly love someone whose favorite color is beige? Yeah, I can get with that. Why not? Okay. The, you don't care. Okay. And the final one. Can you truly love someone who thinks Nando's mango and lime is spicy? Say again. Can you truly love someone who thinks Nando's mango and lime is spicy? No, no one thinks it's spicy, but it's no, bloody no, no. tasty. It's delicious, but I'm saying if they go, oh, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit spicy. No. Oh, do you know what though? I love it because my grandpa, all right, I took him to uh, Five Guys. So the first time they opened to Five Guys in Glasgow. Oh, and I took him there and they do those Cajun fries. <coughs> and one of my favourite things my grandpa's ever said to me is like, he went, oh, those chips are a wee bit nippy. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I was thinking about nippy. that. I think he would find the mango and lime sauce a wee bit nippy. A bit so nippy. I'm not going to judge that. Okay, okay. That's my, my favourite meal this year was in Glasgow. I had, um, uh, what do you call it? Pizza Crunch. What's that? Is that a deep fried pizza? Deep fried pizza. Oof. Battered, yeah. <gasps> and uh, a deep fried Snickers. Do you know what? And that was, I've been in a lot of places this year. I've yeah. been around the world, fortunately, because of music. And that is the best meal I've had Ever this had. year. With, with vinegar and the pizza crunch. Oh, Question. I don't even like vinegar that much. Did you have a deep fried pizza or a deep fried calzone? Oh, no, wait, what? pizza. I've had deep fried calzone, but I've had that in Italian places. Okay, because that deep fried calzone in Glasgow is amazing. You know, there's a whole like, Italian settlement in Glasgow, which yeah, is why yeah, the Italian yeah. place. There's also like, a whole Indian settlement there as well. Which, so mm. there are more curry houses in Glasgow per square mile than any other country other than India. I did not know that. Wow. And they make haggis pakora. Oh my God. And veggie haggis pakora. I've never been to Glasgow. Glasgow's great. I just, I've never been booked to DJ great. there. I've done Edinburgh. Never. I've never been booked to DJ there and yeah. I'm from there. Yeah, see, all right, that's fair. That makes me feel better. <laughs> so what we spoke about earlier and I want to end the podcast on is I wanted to talk to you about something that had got a lot of press, something that I, hopefully I supported you enough during is that you beat all these goddamn cases and can you just tell the world exactly what happened? I need to hear this. Yeah, basically in 2013, I was on my estate having a cigarette um, and two officers who are on my estate because of the gentrification of the area. I live right next to where King's Cross is being developed right now. That's, yeah. where, that's where I grew up. Yeah, because so, of the gentrification of my area, for the first time ever, like, feds were on my estate and they were trying to talk to me. I didn't want to talk to them. And because of short change, I know my rights. Yeah. Like, one, one of the reasons, one yes. of the things that encouraged me. Yeah, I just didn't talk to them. They decided to put their hands on me, which is not good. But I continued to walk uh, around my estate. They continued to follow me closely for a good five minutes. I walked into a shop to try and get them on CCTV. As I came out, they were just waiting outside the shop, waiting for a fight. They put their hands on me then, and then it was over because I don't like people touching me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I've been in lots of fights because I'm a refugee kid from 
yeah. uh, from my estate where people were very racist to me. So I used to have fights a lot. I've been jumped a lot of times. And by yeah. the end of it, I'm beating people up at the end of being jumped. So two feds aren't going to touch me. I don't give a hell. I don't give a damn about their uniforms because they're mm. just human beings. I know my rights. They were not, they were not lawful in their approaching of me or them touching me. And then it happened three more times, basically, over the space of that yeah. year, like the, the next year and a half. Not no. the same police, in different kind of situations. But the policemen other, in general. Just but police generally. And then my, that arrest happened, right, with, like, they called the entire station for backup. The first time they touched me and then they carried on following me for five more minutes. They were updating them with the location. Yeah. The entire station came down. Two vans, Jesus. motorcycles, three cars. Yeah, and they said... Assault. They said assault because when he touched me to try and stop me, I, I moved his arm off me and just carried on walking, Fuck right? Sake. In like the a sweeping movement. Them, in a assault. sweeping movement. No, no. I stopped him from touching me and <coughs> continued where he was touching me. Right. He said assault, assault, and then the entire station then got suited up. They came down. They battered me in front of bare mums on my estate, barely Irish and come from mm. an Irish estate, barely Irish and and, and English mums. My my dad and my little sister were called by them and they watched as I was being battered by like 20 fed and each time i was arrested over that year and a half i had four cases i went to trial three times um the last time i was convicted and i won on appeal mm. but so for two years i was on bail and that really messed with my mental health that really yeah, completely like completely yeah, and, and even the after that injustice of it yeah and even after that i had like um hyper uh, hypervigilance and like mm. like a couple other signs of PTSD and other stuff like I lost a lot of my personality and like I used to be mm. quite an extrovert and yeah and then I sued them and I was suing them for all four and like another suit on top of it um, but due to legal aid which was a huge problem even when I was doing my defence when mm. they were when they were trying to get me on the, on the criminal cases legal aid was quite an issue me getting it even though I was on the dole or Why, I was, or I was working no just because um Grayling, Lord Grayling, who was uh, at the time the Justice Secretary, mm. was changing the regulations so that in most situations you wouldn't get legal aid. So, like for example, a lot of asylum cases you don't get legal aid if if, if you um, if there's NHS negligence and like let's say something happens you get MRSA or something you don't get you can't sue them on legal aid you can't use legal aid for a lot of different services anymore and that is still to this day that's a thing. At the time he was also trying to sell the entire contract for 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 defense lawyers to one firm, to one haulage firm. He was trying to sell it to a firm who only are known for and do haulage, moving waste from one place to another. They were going to be like, yeah, we're going to hire 10,000 solicitors and we'll have the one contract so that if I... There's what, and they'd get paid on a case by case basis. They'd get a flat fee whether they win or lose, no matter how much time they put in. So it's in their interest to tell their client to do the quickest thing possible, cop a plea. But you won, right? Yeah, I won four times, and and then I had to drop. I had to drop two of my civil cases, which were the most important ones. But I beat them and sued them successfully in two, in the two mass arrests that I was part of. That's basically it. Okay, so the things that I want to cover with you, Awate, since you're here. And there's so much to cover since I've known you for so long. Um, and it's upsetting how long when I think about it. The first time I met you, Corin, <laughs> the, the, was it, was it, I think, was it in Ireland? <coughs> was it in Ireland? No, I met you before Ireland. When Do you, you think? Yeah, when Maybe you what, were DJing for Loki. But Jam or who was I DJing for? Shadia. You were DJing for Shadia in Ireland. Okay. I yeah. think, I'm pretty sure. But I met you before that. I met yeah? you before Ireland. Yeah, definitely. Because what everyone needs to know is, even though I'm a baby, I'm 27 years old. 
And I've only got one album out. Debut albums come out this year in 2018. 2018. I've been, that in, was I've been in this game since, since I was 15. I've been doing it since I was 12. So yeah, yeah. So coming from DJing for Loki and um, you know, you you've you've and having the mixtape that I mixed how did I just forget that Elements yeah the Elements mixtape that I mixed for you which is dope full of all these fucking incredible songs with Idris Elba bigging you up with um, all these uh, 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 like prestigious people having your back you've come forward and made this like incredible body of work uh, that is your latest album that um, that still gets played from me It it gets you know, lots of people fucking love it. I also have to have to big up Turkish on production um, every time because he's a mentor of mine personally, as as well as you. Mm. But he produced, he's, the, entire he produced, produced the entire album. Mixing he's someone I love and respect dearly, and um, and to have him do that for you and have it match your style so succinctly uh, is a wonderful thing to hear as as a fan. Um, so, t- so tell, tell people, I guess the, sh- the potted version, very like in a paragraph about your album and what it's called and make them want to fucking go and listen it, listen to it. If it's not me enough bullying them to do so now. All right. So my album is called happiness. I made it in the two years where I was on bail, um, uh, which aforementioned the story. Um, yeah. it's called happiness because it's named after the mo- like the moments Making that album was the happiest I was during those two years. Like writing those songs, Turkish would give me the beats and I'd get to write to them and kind of uh, escape. So yeah, musically, Turkish's beats that that he's laced me with on this album are like psychedelic soul, Mm. uh, psychedelic funk. It's just quite dynamic. It's a 60s rap album. Hip hop was invented in like 1976. But if it was alive in the times of the black power movement and all the black liberation movements and uh, indigenous people's struggles that were happening around the world mm. in the late 60s, early 70s, this would be what it is. So after everybody's Googled all that shit, they've downloaded your album, they bought two copies of the vinyl, everything, all of that, cool. Thanks for trying, listeners. You got this. What I wanted to say is, you were equally as pissed off as me about the staircase. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I hated. You know replied what? To my I tweet today, you and Romesh were the people that replied to my tweet, both equally as angry because I don't know how these things I get made. I watched the entire thing, though. You watched, I, watched, I gave watched up the entire thing. How many episodes six. was it? Like 12? There's like 12 or like 13. 13 episodes out, like 45 minutes There should have been four. On, on Netflix. There should have been four episodes. There should have been one episode. If that, if that, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Why am I saying four? I'm saying four because I've seen 13. You've seen 13. I couldn't deal with it. Every time you thought something interesting was going to happen, it didn't happen. One minute, I'm trying to remember the story. So this writer... This writer, his wife fell down his the stairs. His wife fell down like, the stairs. Yo, wait, did she did she get killed? Because he was chatting to some guys online. I thought so maybe- someone snuck into the yard as well because they were like, oh, maybe someone killed her. No, no that, was, that wasn't even a line of questioning. From from what I gather now is that they just, episode six, I'm from, spoiler alert, anyone that really wants to fucking waste 13 hours of their life on this shit. So mute it now. People told me that, nothing actually happens in the end anyway. They're just like, oh, actually, no, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. He went jail. He went jail. He went jail. What? And, uh, and then what? He went jail for like eight years. 
Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the moral of the story. But the thing is, the is, moral of the story. The moral is, of the story is, if you have don't spent, push your wife down the no, stairs. If, if you've spent eight years, yeah, working on a documentary, yeah, with anyone, whether they are of anyone, note or not, uh, anyone uh, at all. Uh, yesterday there was a Twitter moment. Coldplay's new documentary is <laughs> filmed over the space of <laughs> course of twenty years. Mm. Right, if you've spent more than like four years doing something. Mm. Production, someone's gonna buy that shit. Someone, okay, if you yeah. can edit that much footage, someone is gonna buy oh, it. It'll Look at what is it, Linklater or is it Greengrass? Yeah, yeah, boy, boy, boy. Linklater. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they love they that. Love that. They love that. Okay, thank you. Thank you, both of you, for coming through to the podcast. I Thanks for trying episode eight. It's been great. Big up yourself. Am you. I? I feel like I've talked a lot over you this this podcast. Have I? No, no, no. no. I get verbal diarrhea when I get really excited, like explosive verbal diarrhea. I'm basically going to cut your entire voice out and replace it with Elon Musk (laughs) talking. You have been listening to Thanks for Trying Podcast Episode 8. Big thank you to my guests Awate and Ariel Free. Make sure you go check out all of Awate's music and peep Ariel's mixes online. Go hit them both up. They're both very sick. Two more episodes to go of the season. Let me know you're out there. Let me know where you're listening from. Say what's up at The Last Skeptic. Hit me on Insta, Twitter, all that nonsense. Shout me. Of course, this instrumental, you know what it is if you've been listening to the previous episodes. This instrumental right now is one of mine. Make sure you go check out my new release, which this is taken from, called Under the Patio on all streaming platforms right now yes big love on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.